0: The game was different, right? The the, the rules was different. The ball oh, was the Euro, different. The Euro, the Euro style is different in America. The Euro style was a lot different <laughs> than America. <laughs> That's the first, first time y'all seen that Euro step too, huh? Absolutely.
1: Hi, uh, I'm Flores Versteeg. Uh, I'm from Amsterdam, the Netherlands, and I played in Cal State Fullerton for the year 2013-14.
0: Perfect. Flo, it is amazing to have you here today (laughs) for Um, sure really excited to have you um definitely um one of the guys i love spending time with and coaching and seeing say man
1: i'm happy to be here happy to help happy to talk to you great to see you again talk hoops um
0: right so um as i said before this is you know talking about your journey um and your processes and, and kind of um how you got over to the states and um, why you left? all right. so you know. Mm-hmm. We go. Um, how and why did you choose Cal State?
1: It was tough. I remember. I remember being. Yeah, it was a hard time. Well, it wasn't. wasn't a hard time. It was just a tough decision because. Um, I mean, it was all like ever since i was 14 uh, it was my dream to go to america and especially college i grew up watching it as well and it, it was just amazing all atmosphere and also the opportunity to get an education as well <laughs> and then went to canary's basketball academy uh learned so much about life experienced so much made friends and then you just get recruited by a bunch of schools and it's pretty tough because you're an 18 year old kid and back then you think like oh i'm 18 i'm grown up well you're not and you know <laughs> and, and <laughs> yeah you're not uh and and it's so hard because everyone is telling you these amazing stories and they're telling you exactly what you want to hear and they're talking uh, to your parents and and it's, it's pretty tough and it's it's hard to choose and everyone uh, you know has an opinion and your friends tell different and then some places the weather is amazing, other places the weather is bad. And then someone else says, oh, you don't want to be there. And it's just hard. And I remember talking to uh, Charlotte Clove, who was like my mentor at the time. I still talk to and and he said, like, "Clo, why do you want to go to the States? And I was like, well, I'm going there for basketball. And then he was like, just see where you feel the best that you're going to accomplish the most um, on the court. And I was like, yeah, I mean, he's right, you know, and. And also, Coach uh, Dietrich Taylor, which the has, who still is the head coach at Cal State Fullerton, he he was just amazing. Like he was, he gave me like the best, just overall vibe. He was the nicest. Um, yeah, I just really got along with him, and I was like, yeah, I want to go somewhere where I can, I feel like I'm wanted. Uh, I feel like I can trust the people that are there. And 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 because the basketball was just the best, and and that's why I ended up going to Cal State.
0: Okay. Very nice. Um, what type of scholarship uh, did you get and did your grades, did your academic um, scores play a factor in
1: it? Uh, I got a full ride, which was great. Uh, I think, I'm not sure how much my, my academic records like played a role. It's I scored really well on my uh, IGCSEs, I think. Yeah, I scored really well. And I'd, I'd, I had no trouble whatsoever with the SAT as well. We were pretty prepared for it, and I think it only helped me. I, th- I don't think anywhere I got in trouble for... Or they were like, hey, your academic records needed to be better.
0: Did you... So, uh, talking to, you know, a couple of other players, and mm-hmm. uh, being around, so sometimes what schools have, um, and I guess the, the bigger school, the bigger the budget, and, and you know, obviously the opposite, um they give you the the athletic budget is so much and they can offer you so much in your scholarship and mm-hmm. your academic you know there's an academic pot or academic scholarship and sometimes yeah. they 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 combine um the the your tuition fee do you think or do you know if that was done for you or it was just all from the athletic um i department?
1: do remember it was combined i uh I remember those, those forms I think I had to sign and I could also pick and choose what I was going to do with meal plans and apartments and stuff. And I think mm-hmm. there it was all like written down what it was and there was a difference, but it was just combined. <laughs>
0: what, what questions um, should you ask of the coach um, or the program? Like what questions when you're being recruited should you
1: ask? That's a great question. Um, I think a question that I didn't ask, that I think maybe should have answered, is more about your teammates and stuff. it's, it's very like ask like, hey, what are my teammates like? Like, what is the vibe within the team? How is life on campus? How is like the interactions with the community? And everything kind of off the court because on the court they will they always have the answers and like they can say like basketball is this and workouts are going to be like this your house is going to be this and of course i mean most times it is because it's we're very well taken care of um but i think i should have asked more questions about what it was off the court okay um yeah i doubt i doubt the
0: younger generation of the guys being recruited right now um i think in off court they're just like you know Minutes, shoes. Yeah, um, understandably. Oh, what can I do? How often can I get in the gym? Weight trainers, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I guess, yeah, just got to ask the question. Um, uh, what was the league play like in Cal State Bulletin? And what it was conference? good. I, mean, I forgot to ask you, what conference?
1: Yeah, yeah? Uh, the conference is the Big West. Uh, I think it was pretty good. There was a pretty big difference between the, the, the best teams and the worst. When I was there, uh, the best team was, I think it was UC Irvine or Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a pretty big difference between that. But I think what's what's pretty fun to see in America is that uh, overall, the conferences, they're very... Like, one conference, like a play style would be very... Like, yeah, one conference would have his own play style. I think it was just funny to see because then we would... like non-conference games and the teams would play like a different kind of basketball within our conference it almost looked like the same team every single time just one was a little better Uh, but it was good it was there was there was a big difference and we were kind of in the middle but it was always fun
0: okay dealing with role changes um i know i think if i'm not mistaken i met you and gito before cba you came to did you come to england and do a, a tournament um, no, I
1: only I came to, I came to CBA like in May before okay. I actually went there. Yeah. Okay. Or wait, I, I did I did do like a tournament with the national team. I think it was some tournament in London.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I saw you and Gito there. Believe it or not, so I was yeah crazy. probably because <laughs> um, and that was when Gito had like long shaggy hair. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, when you guys walked in, I was like, I've seen those guys before.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, it's crazy. So all right so. Being pretty well known um, back home, and mm-hmm. you know having your own, you know your own little reputation. What's it like adjusting, or what was it like adjusting to, you know coming in and being a freshman and kind of being bottom of the, you know, the
1: eco-cycle, if you will. Good question. Uh, I think that's exactly what it is. It is. Uh, it's kind of like going for from like primary and middle school to high school you know what i mean it's like you were like the cool coolest when you get there and you're like yeah, at the yeah. bottom um it's i mean it depends like I, I guess it depends per person but for me it wasn't that tough because I've, I've moved around already like when we went to spain and stuff it's just i mean you you exact you just have to prove yourself especially i think coming from europe you know you're that european kid a lot of times that comes in and and Americans think they're always better, of course. I mean, obviously the NBA is better, but, and I think as a European, you do you do have like a chip in your shoulder. You have to prove something and uh, you just have to work really hard, like harder than you think. Like you're you're there, but you just got to go even harder. Like you got to prove it on the court. And Americans are crazy about basketball and they'll they'll just play it 24 seven and you just, just got to do the same. Yeah, it's, it's a different type of animal. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: It's, yeah the mentality is different. Um, okay, cool. So can you talk to us about your process um, leaving Cal State? like why why did you leave?
1: Yeah, I think in the end and it's kind of what I've kind of been saying already. I, I should have known more about the situation off the court. Like basketball wise the coaches were, were great. Uh, my teammates were, were great basketball players. I had fun playing. We played. I mean, we played in, against UNLV on like like the 28th of December, like a fight night, and it was packed. And went to Hawaii, and like basketball-wise, everything was amazing. I think I should have just looked more into what the culture in the university was off the court, mm-hmm. uh, what the academics were, the community around there, how much stuff is there to do. And I think, like, because I mean, of course, you go there for basketball, but. Think about it. You're gonna be more more time not playing basketball than you will be playing basketball. And how important basketball also is. If you just don't feel like you're at the right place outside of that, like how fun it can be on the court. It's only like two to three, four hours a day. And I think for me, at one point, that was tough. What also was very important for me is um, my education. Like I always took pride in like having a good education and getting like great degrees. And when I got there honestly like high school in holland when i was 15 was tougher than my freshman year there and of course of course it depends per school um but for me it just felt like the um, my degree wouldn't like like mean anything to me and i was like i should have maybe picked somewhere where my education i feel like i would have to work for it and it it would mean something and i think that's that's what was it for me most like off the court it was just also, it was, a, uh, it was a university, it was known as a commuter school. So everyone went there and drove there, uh, which was campus life was just like, I mean, it existed, but it not like how you, like people tell you how America is, you know? And, and I think that was kind of, uh, yeah, that also kind of sucked because you expect to get there and there's going to be like tons of shit happening and it wasn't, wasn't that much. Uh, so yeah, that, it was the things off the court. And I do want to stay in the States uh, and then I looked at transferring, uh, but I only I, I had options to go like to pretty low D1s or D2s and then I was like, ah, I'm just gonna go back back home and play professionally.
0: That is crazy. So, I mean, that was gonna be my next question in terms of um, why didn't you just transfer? Um, yeah. The program, but I mean, just the, the now I don't know how to take that in terms of what you was doing at
1: fifteen at high school was harder than
0: what you were doing.
1: Um, I don't. I mean, it, it was just yeah. I don't know. It was easy. It was like um, I mean, I'm a smart kid, but I'm not the brightest, and it just it just wasn't that hard. And maybe maybe it's just the difference between Holland and 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 the States, but it was to me it was pretty easy. And then yeah, I just. And it was just stuff I've done before. Like it was hard in the past, but I've done it before. And I was like, "How have I done this even in in Spain?" Like IGCSE, and then I get there, and it's like the, the hardest math. And I'm like, hey, "What?" And it's, I don't know. I think that was that, I mean, that was a small part, but it was it was important to me. Um, well, yeah, and it also I wanted to transfer, but I had a I got a concussion in like the end of January. I was out for six weeks, and it was right where conference play started, <laughs> and I never really got into rotation again. And then my stats weren't good enough. Probably if they were good enough, I could have gone to a, a better D1 school, but it was kind of bad luck. So would you not have? Uh, and I well, I say would you not have because it's already gone.
0: But yeah. did it ever come to your mind of going to a? lower d1 or a D, like why didn't you just you know the ambition to get to the states obviously yeah. something wasn't right for you to stay at cal mm-hmm. state then you know why give up on the dream of being in the states when you could just transfer to a different program
1: that's a good question i think also because my ambitions were quite high and i was like i wasn't i'm not sure if I can like, make true on those ambitions and, and, and goals I had going to a lower D1. You had, and, you, had
0: the same, you had the same ambition? You was trying to get drafted first round like me?
1: <laughs> I just wanted to do like as high as I could. Like I, I was just going to see where I was going to end up. Um, and also kind of, I think that year, because it was tough, I was like, I'm not sure if America's the place for me. Okay. Um, and and the, the thing is, because uh, I rem- when, When I was in my last year in CBA, at one point, um, um, Rob, the head of CBA, he contacted me about, um, damn it, what's the school? The school, the uh, Columbia, the Ivy League school in New York, uh, wanted to see if he had any players, and it was me because you need an academic scholarship to go there. Yeah. And i remember i remember 18 year old fellow thinking come on then i need to study <laughs> and then and then i need to do my sat but like the hard one and then to do this act and i was like ah coach it's fine like and, and <laughs> like i don't regret it whatsoever because i don't regret anything um but that was one of those things like if i just knew a little better or i had someone that was going to tell me because no one really put it in perspective back at the time mm-hmm. um that was something I was like, well, maybe, maybe it could have been. Okay. <laughs> That's
0: funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay. So what, what was the discord or disconnect or was there any with your family um, and your decision? So um, obviously your parents, you know, paid for you to go to CBA, spend mm-hmm. you know, some money, um, the flights over to America isn't cheap and, you know, kind of like, how was, was there like a a bad outcome, family-wise or friend-wise?
1: Friends, definitely not. Um, They understood it. I think it was, my dad did kind of like, at the beginning it was hard for him because he, I think he also really wanted me to get up high and he knew what I invested in, it, like, a lot of time and so did they. And, and he, he thought, it was like, you know, just, just give it a chance, just try. Um, my mom understood me. My mom was like, I support you. I mean, you know, my mom, she's a sweetheart. And she was like, I'll support you if, if this is what you want to decide, decide it. Um, but no, no one. I think once my dad got over that little moment, uh, it, was, it was all fine. And I think now everyone is pretty, uh, pretty happy with the decision.
0: So okay, kind of piggy piggyback off that. Mm-hmm. What about yourself? Do you? I know you say you don't regret anything, but do you think to yourself, like, man, I've spent this time. I've you know, you know, I've I've, I've been in like the CBA house, or whatever, and I've mm-hmm. committed all this time and doing to get into this point. Man, I you know, I wish I could have stuck it out, or you know, as I said, not regretting it, but you're know, like mm-hmm. kind of. Put it into concept of oh man, I, you know, I could have done it if I really wanted yeah.
1: to. Yeah, uh, not necessarily staying in Fullerton, but just maybe like like taking my time and taking a better decision. Mm-hmm. I think that that is something that like I wish when I was younger I maybe would have uh, thought about it better or, or, or I don't know, just knew more about it and, and I wasn't so in a hurry. Um, but no, I don't regret it because I think in the end there are so many ways to to get to the highest level, and and going back to Holland was a great option. And I played with amazing players that that were also they played at great colleges, mm-hmm. and 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 were amazing college players, and then played at the same division as me. And I was like, wow, I just took a little shortcut. <laughs> so yeah, and so there's there's so many different ways to get there. So I wasn't, I didn't think like. It wasn't the end of my ambition or dream. It was just, hey, I'm gonna do it a different one. Okay. Um,
0: how would you describe um, making that decision? Obviously, you know, if you're not feeling happy and mm-hmm. um, things aren't going as as you thought, classes are easy, how, like, what's it like to kind of make that decision? So. Uh, there's going to be other individuals that get into that position where they're like, hey, I want to get to the States, I want to play, I want to play. Mm-hmm. play, and then they get there, and it's not what they thought it is. you know, yep. you know it's, it's not what they perceived it to be. Mm-hmm. To now go against the grain and go, actually, I changed my mind. Like, when you talk to the coach, when you talk to your parent, like, how difficult is that moment
1: Yeah, I was tough. I was tough because it it was coming, you know, it kind of creeps in there. It's not like one day you're like, oh, hey, I want to leave, you know, it just, yeah, (laughs) it it just creeps in there and it's like, because what you're saying, it's hard because you put your mind to something and you have an ambition and you know how much you work for it because, I mean, you got to work your butt off to even have that chance and to get there and and, and achieve it. I mean, you got to work so hard and to, I think that was hard. It was like, I think the hardest thing is like to, to to tell yourself like you're not giving up you know mm-hmm. it's not like you're giving up on your dream you are just just taking a different approach and I think that was hard because at one point I was like am I a failure like and then I was like no I'm not I'm just gonna do it my way like if I don't fit in here I don't fit in and you know that's fine and it was tough, yeah. What worked for me was just talking to the people that I care, you know, the people that I love, and, and see what they think. Also, had a great conversation with the coach. I mean, Dietrich absolutely helped me, and he was very, you know, he was very considerate and he understood it, and, and that was great. So it's it's tough. It will be tough. I don't. I think for everyone, it was it's tough taking that decision. Um, but I think, yeah, just don't see it as a negative thing, you know. I mean, just one door closes, another one opens. And who was the first to
0: know? Who did you speak to? Like, did, you know, you said your mom was very supportive, but mm-hmm. was it like, uh, hey mom, this is what I'm thinking. And then two weeks later, three weeks later, or kind of, did you do it kind of on your own and then just like, all right, today's the day. I'm going to tell coach, I'm going to tell my parents.
1: Yeah, no, I did. I, I said it to my parents before. They knew it before my coach did. And then I said it to one of my teammates who I was like closest with. Uh, then to another one, and then I ended up going to uh, to my coach. I think yeah, probably a couple days after. But my parents knew already. It was just like finding the courage to, <laughs> to tell your coach Cause, you know they invest in you as always. You know, I mean, uh, one way or another, you're letting other people down. You know, I mean that. I mean that that that's the truth. You know, and and it sucks to let other people down. Obviously. Um, but but most people will understand it and will hopefully and if you just explain it right and, and say how you feel and stand behind it. I mean, it's, it's, if if you take a decision, just go with it and, and and look at the positive side. And that's what I did, and yeah, worked out.
0: Was that at any point did you feel like when you got back home, did mm-hmm. you think like actually I could have I could have stuck it out? Or, you know, did you kind of flip flop when you got back home?
1: <laughs> um. No, I didn't really, because. Why? Well, no, I didn't. I think that was mostly the thing for the situation I was put in. Because when I first took that decision to to go back to um, to the Netherlands, I didn't really know what I was gonna do. I was like, I don't, like I, I I had like the option. I was like, maybe I'm gonna play professional in Amsterdam, or maybe I'm gonna uh, I'm just gonna study. Like I I was looking at all my options and. And then Leiden out like a Leiden it was back then like well still is like top two, top three professional team here in Amsterdam, in uh, the Netherlands. They offered me a contract and I just jumped on it and I was so welcome there and had great teammates. So I, I was like, Hey, I'm in a better situation. Like the team is better, the, the people I'm playing against are better. I'm playing against grown men, I'm playing Europe Cup, you know, traveling Europe, playing against amazing players. Uh so I was like, actually got in a better situation, and I'm back home, which was great. Uh, so I'm, I, never really, never really thought about that. Okay. Um, last few,
0: um, your time in college, um, and you talk about your decision making.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: what would you say was the most enjoyable bit about being in college?
1: That's a good one. I mean, don't get me wrong, I really enjoyed my, my year in college. You know, it was fun. I got to meet so many people and see so many things and experience, like, like a whole nother culture, even though it's, like, a it's, it's a Western country, but it's still just so different. And I, I did have a great time. I just didn't see myself being there for four years, you know. And I, I had tough days, but I also had amazing days and, and, and saw beautiful places. And, yeah, made friends for the rest of my life. Um, I think the, the, the best thing is just... Uh, I don't know what the best thing is. <laughs> the food, man. The food is good. No? <laughs> uh, I miss the food. Well, no, uh, I think the best thing is... In, in the best... Nautberger, huh? Yeah, I, know, I would kill for some animal fries. Uh, but I think the best thing is... is uh, just, the, I mean, the college life in America, especially like I went to a, a, a big school. It was like thirty-eight thousand people, Division One in, in, in California. Uh, that is amazing. here yeah, that that whole experience of being in a place where sport is like one of the main things of the culture, and when every every like everyone on campus is young, and you're all kind of the same, and. And and it's, I mean, it's fun to kind of be known, you know, like hey, Flores, how are you doing? And teacher, like, oh, how's your game? And and it's fun as a young kid. That's an that's it's an amazing experience, and you learn so much about yourself, about other people, and um, I, yeah. I mean, you. Sh- I mean, even if it's just one one year, just go. I mean, just it's, <laughs> it's such an experience. You know, I wouldn't. I, even though I left, I would do the same thing again. Just. Just the experience and just everything I uh, I got yeah I got to, the people I got to know and so. Um. Did you get
0: homesick? Well, was a part of your decision to homesick, or was that something different in terms of you know? As I said, the, this platform is for young guys and girls who are going over. Yeah, a, a I think. Of, yeah. hey, I got really homesick let me get back or being out of my comfort zone and, and heading back? Or is that yeah. something completely different?
1: Um, it's not necessarily being homesick. Cause, I mean, of course, I was in, in Gran yeah, Canaria for two years before that. So I kind of got used to it. Uh, but like towards the, the, the home front, what was the toughest for me was the time difference. Because even when I was in Spain, my day was the same as my Parents' day, or my sister's day, or my friend's day. You know, it's like my nine o'clock was your nine o'clock. And you know it's easier to reach each other, but when I was in California, the time difference was nine hours. And like your lives are so apart then, because half of the day they're asleep, then half of the day you're asleep. And then you got class when it's their evening, so they have free time. And then when your evening, there's already sleeping. And I think that was the toughest. Like the communication with people back home like you have to sacrifice your sleep sometimes i would just wake up like at two o'clock in the morning to be able to skype uh skype with my family and friends in the morning and i think that was the toughest i wasn't only really homesick but just the time difference is it's very tough
0: yeah that's a you know that's a question that we ask
1: um a lot just in terms of how do you cope with that time difference mm-hmm. um, it's also i mean I mean, most people know like a basketball team can get very like close together and like, you know, almost a family. I mean, you know, in CBA, I mean, everyone's still close. And I think uh, even though you're far from your family and stuff, you do really get like a close bond with your teammates and with the coaches because you see each other every day and, you know, you, you, you battle for the same things. You go through the tough, the same tough things together. Um, And a lot of people in the States are also away from their families. It's not like everyone goes to college uh, right around the corner of their home. You know, so more more guys, there were guys from Chicago, um, North Carolina, um, you name it. So they're also missing their family. So for me, it was never really an issue. Mm.
0: Um, Last few, what would you, what advice would you give to um, the generation that's now being recruited Um, you know, anyone looking at schools, what, what kind of thinking about your processes and and Mm -hmm. decisions that you've made, um, what advice or, or information would you tell those young people?
1: Good question. Um, I would, I mean, that's because of my personal experience. I would really like go or favor a place that, that makes you feel like, Hey, that's an environment I can enjoy myself in and and i know at one place the basketball will maybe be better or another place i don't know the weather is nice but just just find a place where you feel like hey this this can be a second home you know because because four years is a long time especially being away from your family um you're gonna have tough days regardless where you are and i think just just make sure you're in a place where you think like yeah this I, I can see myself staying here and, and, and also the school and the, the, the things to do and, and just look at the things besides basketball, how important basketball all is, because it is important, you know, you're going there for basketball, so make sure you're comfortable with that, but then definitely look at the other things as well. Okay.
0: What what other what elements um, at Cal State do you think um, could have kept you there? What could have Adjusted, you know, if you took, I don't know, you could have taken a, taken, you could have taken a, um, like a, I guess, a post grad type of class. Um, you could have yeah. been into a paternity. Um, you could have, you know, I mean, there's, I think, I think there's a couple of things to what you've said mm-hmm. um, that you could have done to. in to kind of give you that extra boost?
1: Yeah, I think, damn. I think mostly like, uh, what was in California, what, what was tough for me is this, I'm, I'm from Amsterdam, so I'm used to like living around where a lot of stuff happens, you know? And, and, and there are things to do outside of your little bubbles. So you can always go wherever. And what was tough for me in California was you needed a car to go everywhere especially in that part in Orange County, and public transportation was really bad. And I was like, I can't just go off campus and do something. Like, I could never just do something because it was really an activity to go out and do something. And I think that was tough for me because it was just like you were just kind of not stuck on campus. But, but yeah, it kind of felt like that sometimes. So I just I, I just wanted like more life or I don't know, it was tough. Yeah, like a little bit more life, a little bit more things to do. Um. Yeah, that mostly. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah,
0: that's 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 perfect. Um, and it's really interesting to hear, you know, your thought processes and, and, mm-hmm. and stuff that you came across, the kind of the the, the battles uh, that you had to fight internally, and yeah. You know, it's it's always I guess whenever you're doing anything, um, you kind of have to. You get to a point, and you're like, as you said, "Am I a failure?" The whole mental aspect mm-hmm. of reflection and stuff. So, I think that's great that um, you touched on that, and and I'm really happy and pleased to see that you know you're doing well now,
1: and <laughs>
0: and you know, you, play, man. You know you're, 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 you've met back up with uh, Gito. Um, I mean, it wasn't going to be long before you guys hooked back up, so. For
1: real, no. That's. I mean, I think that's one of the greatest things about basketball. It's always when people ask me that it was the 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 friends and experiences you make through through the game of basketball and the place you travel. It's it's unreal. I think that that is honestly the best thing basketball has given me. Like I don't care about the money. I don't care about the whatever, the, the fame or the girls or the likes on Instagram or, or whatever, the points you score, it's it's the people that you meet. And I think that's, because that's what you're going to take with you when you're 60 and 70. And and I think, yeah, it's, it's, it sounds cliche, but that that's the best thing. Whenever people ask me that, it's like, yeah, that is the best thing. You make friends for life and experience for life and, and no one can take that away from
0: you. I love it. Just real quick before we um, leave, did you, did you play anyone? Um, did you you didn't play Gito, did you? In
1: no, I didn't, I, I didn't play anyone from uh, CBA. It was funny because the year after me, I think it was Menno um, and like two other guys from CBA that ended up going to the same, uh, same conference. So, but I did end up, I did play like people I ended up playing with here in Holland. So that's funny, like the world is, the small world, like, hey, didn't I play you at college? And I was like, yeah, I think so. so. That's <laughs> funny, but I didn't play anyone of Jito or something like that, no. Didn't I put you on a poster? Didn't I? Yeah, I didn't, didn't you dunk on me? <laughs> 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 definitely definitely not.
0: Like, dunked it and I got the scar
1: now. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, man, it's good. Yeah, good times. Good times. <laughs>
0: Flo, um, it has been amazing talking to you, my man. Definitely. Um, Really appreciate it. We will definitely stay in touch.
1: My name is Flo. Thank you for watching Eurostep. And uh, Coach D is amazing. Make sure to share it, like it, uh, tell someone you love them, share with friends, and uh, I'll catch you guys soon. See you.
0: Appreciate you watching the Eurostep.
1: I want to thank everybody for watching Eurostep. Watching the Euro
0: Stepping. The Euro Stepping. The Euro Stepping. You've been watching the Euro Stepping. The Euro Stepping. The Euro Stepping. You've been watching the Euro Stepping, a great podcast show hosted by Coach D.